Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, business and marketing strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, podcast host right here on Success Hackers. People are always asking, Scott, who is Success Hackers for? I'll tell you who this is for. This is for you that is a budding entrepreneur. Maybe you hate your job, you can't stand what you're doing, but you want to make that leap over to becoming an entrepreneur? Success Hackers is for you. Also, maybe you are already a business owner and you want to really 10x your business. You want to explode the next several months of this year and then for the rest of your business life. This show is for you also. The reason being is we get the opportunity to peek behind the curtain of some of the most successful entrepreneurial business owners on planet Earth, and then we get the opportunity to have them share their success hacks and their strategies with us. For all you loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to the show, spreading the good word on social media. I see you guys spreading the word. And also, don't forget, please, please, please leave us a review and a ratings on iTunes. The reason why I ask that is because we want to impact and empower more individuals all over the earth. And the only way to do that is by actually not only promoting the show, but also, also most importantly, having you guys leave a rating and review on iTunes, that helps us in the rankings on iTunes. Today's Success Hackers episode is brought to you by IWantMoreLeads.net. If you're looking to grow your leads for your business, make sure to check out the free video on how to generate all the leads your business can handle. Go to IWantMoreLeads.net. All right, Hacker Nation. Let's get down to business. We're about to chat with a super successful entrepreneur who's been in the entrepreneurial game for a very, very long time and has some incredible strategies on how to grow a business very quickly. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Arthur Tubman. Arthur, are you ready to rock? I'm ready to rock, Scott. Thanks a lot for having me. Arthur Tubman is currently the CEO and founder of D4Y Brand Builder, a digital marketing agency working with clients to create comprehensive and scalable marketing and branding campaigns. He's been featured in the Huffington Post, been on the cover of the OC Register newspaper, and is also a featured speaker at the time-collapsing mega conference. Here's a few other accolades about Arthur. Worked on YouTube videos that have amassed as much as 26 million views. He's created multiple seven-figure product launches and helped businesses 10x their growth using all forms of digital media. And he's launched a media publishing company and has generated over 7 million unique page views during the first five weeks. Arthur, welcome to Success Hackers. Man, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I gave our Hacker Nation listeners some information, but we'd love for you to share a little bit more about you and your business. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, um, I've, been, uh, I've been running my agency for about uh, coming on seven years now. And uh, I, I, I kind of, uh, I hate to say it, but I kind of fell into it. I, uh, I wasn't kind of born on the, on, on the internet. A lot of people, they, they, uh, 
when you know when I start training or teaching, they're like, "You're so lucky. You're young. You probably grew up with a computer." And the truth is, is that I didn't have a computer until I was about 18, and I didn't start doing internet marketing or digital marketing until it was a necessity for me. I, uh, I was in the real estate space, and I was putting out roadside signs, doing flyers, going to networking events. And doing the grind, doing the offline marketing grind, and I just, I needed more leverage, I needed more leads. A good friend of mine introduced me to this space, and uh, after a little bit of hounding, uh, I finally got on, learned it, and uh, self-taught myself to uh, digital marketing success. And as I learned it myself, I really started to apply it, not just for myself, but for um, uh, my clients. Uh, my uh, my students and, and people I've been able to kind of teach along the way. Um, but, you know, the, the big thing for me is, Scott, is that I didn't grow up with this. Mm. I, I learned it uh, through the School of Hard Knocks, through self-education, through seminars, through workshops, through a lot of trial and error. And uh, it's been a, a really fun journey. And uh, now, seven years later, I have a full-blown digital marketing agency. I run a media publishing company. And uh, we help businesses, uh, you know, really scale their efforts with selling their products and services online. And I want to stay on that because you've obviously been a serial entrepreneur for a long time. I think I read that you actually went dated back to a painting business when you were like 18 or 19. So in your mind, what makes a successful entrepreneur? Is it maybe a certain mindset or a specific skill set that's more important than the next? That's a really good question. And I, uh, a couple of years ago, I wrote a little ebook about that exact question, uh, I don't. I don't believe that a successful entrepreneur is is based on the skill sets that they possess because I believe that skill sets can be learned. You can learn how to market on Facebook. You can learn how to navigate Twitter. You can learn how to make videos. You can learn how to how to blog. You can learn a lot of these different skill sets. One thing that's not really easy to learn uh, and takes a lot more mastery are your habits. And so I think a successful entrepreneur, what makes them successful is the habits that they possess every single day, not just that they do, you know, every once in a while, but the habits they do daily. And uh, the ebook that I wrote a couple of years ago was on my four habits of success. And those are uh, personal development. So putting good stuff in so you get good stuff out. Uh, mentorship, surrounding yourself with people that can help you grow. Uh, I know that I'm a big proponent of that. I have mentors that help me. Uh, to this day, I, I'm, I'm never um, able to kind of get to the next level without having some good people in my life to, to kind of assist me and guide me. And then time management, mm. so really learning how to manage your time effectively and also money management. So it's awesome to make a lot of money, but it's also important to learn how to keep it. So habits, I think, is what attributes to a successful entrepreneur. I could not agree with you more. I mean, I, I habits and doing the right things at the right time, over a specific amount of time is absolutely necessary. I was just doing a speech uh, the other day, actually, and the question was kind of along the same same lines. That's why I asked you the question, and I answered it very, very similar to you because at the end of the day, with this thing called Google and YouTube, I don't believe that anybody on planet Earth that has a cell phone, that have access to a Wi-Fi, or that can get access to YouTube or you know Google the I don't know that is not an excuse anymore. Maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago when you had to go to the library and research the stuff, yes. Nowadays, you can find out, like you said, anything on planet Earth. The difference is what makes you follow through with the right habits. So staying on the habit piece, what is it that changed your business? I mean, you talked about the, the four habits, but you said that you had to learn this thing called internet marketing, which for a lot of people is very scary. They try it once. 
Maybe they got taken for, they spent a boatload of money on Facebook and nothing happened. They didn't get any leads. And then they're too scared to maybe try it again. When it comes to habits, what's maybe one or two habits that's helped you that could help our Hacker Nation community grow a business and grow multiple business in a very relatively short period of time? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that if I had to kind of pick one that I that I think is is the most crucial, I would say that um, mentorship is probably my biggest, most important one. Is is kind of latching onto the expert or latching onto a community, and uh, you know, it wasn't very long ago for me where I started to really step outside my comfort zone and join masterminds. And, you know, that could be something as simple as going to a local chamber of commerce or local BNI group. And it could be, you know, joining a more exclusive, you know, high ticket mastermind where you can surround yourself with, with experts in your space where whatever space that you're in, um, to kind of pick their brain, share ideas, um, and you kind of hack your way to success faster, you know, turn years into months or months into weeks, weeks into days by surrounding yourself with, uh, you know, with people that are doing a lot of the same things that you're doing. So if I if I had to pick one and say like this is the the key, I would say a join a mastermind and b find a, a guide, find a mentor, find somebody that has been to where you want to go, and uh, just humble yourself and uh, you know ask the questions and take the advice they give you. You know if you're if you're if you're a type of person that's uh, a little stubborn, you want to do it your way, uh, it could be a lot longer way to success and a lot more failure along the way. But if you find the person that has been through uh, a couple obstacles along the way, they've kind of bumped their head against the wall a hundred or a thousand times and could help you avoid some of those pitfalls, then latch onto that person and just take their advice and um, do everything they tell you to do. Yeah, Hacker Nation, I hope you were, <laughs> you were really listening to what Arthur just said because a lot of times we hear mentorship and surrounding yourself with the right people and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. But I know in my business and other people that have been on the show and um, other people that, that I personally coach, the number one sort of hack or, you know, as Ed O'Keefe once said, the time collapsing piece in growth <laughs> is taking whatever you're doing now and thinking about your business. If you're not where you want to be, you literally have two choices. Number one, invest in a course, in a coach, in a mentor, etc., whatever, a mastermind, or you continue to do it your own way. Now, the problem with doing it your own way is just look at the results. If you're not happy with the results and you're thinking, well, I don't know if I can invest two grand, three grand, five grand, ten grand, really think about this because I think this would be a transformation piece for most people that are listening right now. For me, for many years, it was I can figure it out. I'm bullheaded. I'm stubborn. I'm a man, right? Uh, I'll just figure this thing out. The problem is not only did it waste a lot of time, but over time you're wasting money because you're not bringing money in. So what's better, continuing to beat your head up against the wall and trying to figure this out or saying, I want to invest in someone like Arthur or other people or maybe Scott as a coach or, or courses, spend the two, five, ten grand, who cares? Because just think in 12 months from now, what if your business is where Arthur's business is right now? Because you took a shortcut or a hack or a time collapse and really got the knowledge. And it's more than just the knowledge and it's more than just the money. It's like Arthur said, it's the community. You're going to start rubbing elbows with people that just play higher and think higher. Don't you agree, Arthur? 100%. And it's, and it's not just, you know, everything, everything is, is, um, um, it's not just like a business coach or, you know, just focusing on a marketing tactic or a marketing skill set. 
that a mentor can help you with. But there's, you know, there's other elements to this. There's the mindset. There's the health. You know, there's these other uh, aspects that play into this. And how many years can you shave off your success if you just get in front of the people that can help you get there a lot faster to just kind of pave the way already? So mm. I absolutely agree 100%. You also spoke, I know, recently at the Time Collapsing Conference that a, uh, a fellow guest was on, Ed O'Keefe, who put this whole thing together. What was your topic based on, and why do you think it uh, it resonated with the audience? Well, uh, for the last uh, four years, Scott, I've been focusing on uh, building big communities on uh, on Facebook. And um, my, my topic, a couple of years ago, I was at a Traffic and Conversion Summit that uh, some of your listeners might know is put up by digital marketer and uh perry belcher had this term and he said uh you know patient direct response which sounds kind of like an oxymoron hmm. um but it isn't uh you know i've over the last four years i've been building these big communities and my topic was really learning how to build a a culture culture hmm. versus a brand right um you know in my in my opinion people you know it's kind of like one of my success hacks here like people engage with uh, communities they don't they don't necessarily engage with brands unless you're like a big brand like Nike or Sony uh, or you know someone that's been around Apple someone's been around for a while um, people don't really know who you are and so my like my big uh, talk was about you know go out there and focus on that thing that you're passionate about focus on the thing that other people are passionate about and they're willing to continuously engage with and you know my big topic was um, really buying culture not just cold traffic. And, you know, I'm not one to say that, hey, cold traffic doesn't work. I, I buy direct response uh, ads for my clients day in and day out. Uh, we run a full service agency. That's what we do. But we also believe in creating highly engaging uh, cultures and coupling that with direct response marketing and coupling that with, with good content marketing. You know, I, I run a media publishing company where in the first 45 days we did 10 million visitors. And it's not just that the content is king, it's that the congruent content is king. Mm. So if my topic is, you know, yoga or meditation or golf, um, and I'm, you know, I'm advertising for certain types of uh, athletes or certain types of um, modalities in yoga, it's important that my content be reflective of that. It's important that my social content be reflective of that. And so, you know, my big, my big thing is build the culture and you'll actually end up creating the brand build the community and you end up creating more traffic than you could ever dream of make that content that you're creating congruent and people will keep coming back for more day in and day out and uh it's one of the most evergreen scalable business models that i've ever come across Hmm. and i've just proven it just the last 45 days we got 10 million visitors to our website so it's pretty awesome wow congrats Thanks. That's huge. That's huge. So if someone's listening going, man, you know what? That sounds really, really powerful, which it is. But they're out there. Maybe they're a solopreneur. Maybe they're a coach or they're a speaker or they have uh, some sort of a business online slash offline and a combination or a hybrid of both. And they're like, you know what? I know. Maybe let's just let's just stick with maybe more of a traditional offline type uh, company. And they're like, you know what? We know that we need to be and I'm doing air quotes online or in and around LinkedIn or maybe using some semblance of Facebook and creating content. And I know it's a loaded question. We could probably be here for the next four hours, but what's one strategy that you've been able to help your clients do around this beast called internet marketing or creating a culture or creating a tribe, especially for the folks that are listening that again, are have more of a online off offline kind of a hybrid. 
Yeah, that, that's a that's a pretty uh, it's a pretty loaded question. <laughs> um, so there's there's two sides of it, Scott. Right? There's a direct response side. So if you're an expert uh, in the offline space and you, you have a piece of guidance or a piece of knowledge that you want to impart in the world, and you're you're maybe not getting in front of people, one of the easiest things that you can do is create a little infographic. Uh, or a, a report that solves a person's uh, you know problem. And one of the things that I didn't do early on is I didn't build a list. And mm-hmm. one of the things those reports can do for you is that it help you build a list. It can help you start engaging with your tribe, engaging with your community, uh, speaking to them on a daily basis, sharing stories and tips that will help them overcome the challenge that they're having or the need that they have that you have the solution to. That's the direct response uh, side of it or the direct marketing approach to it. The other approach to it, the one I really heavily believe in, is if you can find a community that has to do with your niche um, and create content around, social content around it, uh, you'll end up creating a much more uh, loyal, raving following. Uh, it'll take a little bit more time, uh, but you'll, you'll also build a much bigger asset over time. So what I mean by that is if you're like a fitness coach or a fitness trainer and you're working at a gym... Uh, you know, one of the things you might do is put together a report of what's your unique selling proposition and what's your unique modality that you're helping people with. But then on the side, you might also build like a gym rats type uh, type page or like a working out type page where you can connect with with a lot more people that are also into working out, where you could share tips, where you could share videos, where it's not just about ABC fitness brand, but it's about, you know, I love working out or I love lifting weights or whatever it is. or I love CrossFit. And you're connecting with them on the community, on the human level, where it's not just about let me pitch you on my thing, but let's talk about this thing that we're both interested in yeah. together. And then every once in a while, I'll tell you about this cool report that I've created. Every once in a while, I'll tell you about this workshop that I'm holding. Or every once in a while, I'll invite you to this event that I'm holding that a bunch of other fitness professionals are going to be at. And it creates this this buzz in this community that's unmatched. You know, A lot of the pages that we run – we're reaching millions of people a week, and we don't have big pages. These pages are you know, tens of thousands. Some of them are hundreds of thousands. They're not giant, but people are engaging with them because they're talking to them about hobbies and things that people are doing every single day regardless. That's part of their everyday life, not just about you know, the product or service that we're selling. Yeah, and I think my takeaway from what you just said is, is sharing content, is not trying to sell, but building up a no-like and trust factor around a specific community of individuals that have questions, they have pain points, they have concerns, they have wins. Everybody wants to be part of a community, whether it's online, offline, like you mentioned, at a chamber, if it's part of a mastermind, a networking group, everybody wants to be part of something. You're saying to take this to a whole nother level that depending on what you do, there's ways to actually create that community, whether it's Facebook or through landing pages, etc. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and it, and it's also kind of a serve first mentality. I think it's right. like one of the traits that I that I possess is, uh, you know, even with the high ticket or high end clients that we have, uh, a lot of them, the way that we've attracted them is we have a serve first mentality. So you know, we'll look at you know what is it that they're doing and how are they serving the marketplace and and what is the problem that they're solving, but how are they not effectively getting their message across? And what we'll, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll make them an infographic. And just serve them. We're not like looking for anything in return. We're not looking for taking them on as a client. We're like, hey, we think that you representing yourself in this way with this infographic, with people showing people how you can help them is going to help your business. And so we'll create this infographic. And what ends up happening is they're like, well, how can I get more from you? 
Can you help me with some of my marketing? Can you help me with some of my landing pages or my traffic? And yeah, we can, mm. but we have this kind of serve first mentality. And I want people that are listening to this podcast to have that same mentality when they're creating content, create content out of the need to serve, not the need to get paid. Yeah. The payment's going to come. It, it, it always does, but come at it with a serve mentality. I love it. All right, Arthur, as you know, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help grow themselves and their business. You've already given us some incredible nuggets, but now we shine the success hack spotlight on you. And I want to actually go down the path that you were just talking about um, around a specific hack and a success hack for our audience. How would you, if someone's listening right now and you talked about building this community or building starting to build a tribe that you're giving and serving. What's literally one thing, one success hack that you can share? Let us kind of peek behind the curtain of how you ramp up your clients, whether it's literally you say, hey, you know what, they need AWeber, they need lead pages, and this is what they need to get, or this is the kind of content we start with and we do a reverse engineer. Give us literally a success hack that someone listening can implement tomorrow. So I, I, I think the I think the big part of what makes our uh, our communities grow as fast as they do, and um, you know these um, these Facebook pages grow as fast as they do, is we implement something called internally we call it the congruency doctrine, and I actually shared it for the first time from stage at Time Collapse, my conference just last week, and it's all about um, making sure that your your content is congruent all the way through. So let's say that you have a, a Facebook page and let's say that you're in the biking niche, um, right? Let's say that that's the example that we're using. Well, one of the things you're going to do is you're going to, you know, create a fan base or a fan page uh, based on, on uh, you know, the love of biking. You're going to run your media buying, your ads to grow your, your audience uh, using biking ads. Um, and maybe you're going to target very specific um, companies that are associated in that space. Well, it's really important that at the same time that you're doing that on your actual fan page, you're posting social content from those same companies because mm. the people that got there, they got there from ads that you ran for those specific companies. They're already into those companies. They already have association with them. They already understand them. Maybe, uh, you know, you're, you're advertising for people that like road biking or mountain biking. And so your social content has to reflect that. Well, mm. It's the same thing that, like, let's say you started a content site alongside of that, and let's say the content site, you know, has to do with road biking as well. Well, it, there's a high probability that if your social content, if your media buying is about road biking, your social content's about road biking, and then you start writing road bike articles, there's a high probability that people will come over and want to, you know, read more about those topics. So it's really, really important that you keep things extremely congruent all the way through, and we've tested this thousands of times across the board when we try to experiment with non-congruent topics or non-congruent trending topics on our pages where it's just it's a flop it doesn't work and so the big success hack that that I'm that I'm sharing with you is it's really really important that when you build your tribe or your community it's it's cool to experiment here and there but for the most part you got to make sure that your message is clear you're on mission and that you're extremely congruent all the way through and being congruent all the way through, to your point, I mean, you said you, that you flopped a few times. Was it because, in your example with the with the biking, give us an example. So rather than just always talking about biking or articles and 
very specific topics around biking, you guys would go off and do something else that wasn't as congruent? Yeah, so we might go to like, you know, create an article about motocross racing or uh, just racing in general. And the people on that page just don't care. They're just like, no, well, I just want to talk about road bikes and I want to talk about fixing my road bike or, you know, getting this new set of tires for my road bike. And then we pop in like a, a motocross or a mountain biking article and they just don't care. I mean, they're, they're willing to stay on that page day in and day out and engage with it. And, you know, we have our biking page where, you know, we reach, uh, you know, the page is only about 30 or 40,000 fans. We're reaching half a million people a week with this page. And it's because we're very, very consistent with our content. It's very similar to what they're already interested in. Uh, you know, another example of that, Scott, would be like, you know, I have a classic rock page. And the classic rock is very focused on 60s, 70s, and 80s rock. We start po- posting, you know, Nickelback and Red Hot Chili Peppers and, you know, bands from like the 90s and 2000s. People aren't going to engage with that. Mm. They're only interested in the 60s, 70s, and 80s rock that we not only buy, uh, me- do media buying for, but we post content for. And every time we post a Pink Floyd or a Beatles article, it just goes absolutely viral. I love this. And I've never done this before in the history of the show, but I'm going to ask you a secondary success act because I think this is so important just to, for clarification purposes. So if right now someone's listening, they're a business owner, but they're hearing that I'm interviewing you and you're talking about classic rock, creating Facebook fan pages, and also, um, biking about uh, a page about biking but what about someone that have a specific product or a business that they want to build a community around that i hear you say number one that you drive traffic to that fan page through paid ads and then secondly if a, if a business owner is listening he's saying okay that's cool that the social aspect of facebook a la the 60s and 70s 80s music and biking i get that people want to talk and chime in about biking and rock, but what about business? Are business owners going to also chime in, and how are you doing the Facebook ad uh, buys to to the group? Yeah, it's a good question, and I get that question a lot. Like, you know, how does a, a page about a TV show, dogs, jewelry, how does that make real-world dollars for my business? Exactly. And it's all about creating a bridge, creating an epiphany. At the end of the day, uh, when it comes to social media, when it comes to building communities on Facebook, you know exactly who your audience is. You could track it all. There's insights. It could tell you if they're male or female. It could tell you what age groups they're in. It could tell you about their buying behaviors. It could tell you about other things that they're interested in. And a lot of people that, that know me, they know that one of the first pages I started was on The Walking Dead, which is a TV show. And it was like, well, how are you going to monetize that? How does that even make any sense? Like, um, and, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to do survival products. Well, people that watch The Walking Dead, they, like survival stuff they like zombie stuff they like uh you know preparation stuff um you know gardening and and uh you know growing their own food and you know being prepared for whatever emergency might come their way and so it's all about bridging the gap you know what business are you running what product or service are you selling and what other communities out there exist where people in that subgroup or that community would be interested in your product or your service. You almost have to work backwards, Scott, mm. and kind of like figure out what are the people that buy your product also interested in. So if you're selling an automotive product, then a community for automotive would be maybe around a specific car or it might be about a specific type of racing or it might be about a specific show about racing. And it's all about bridging that gap, realizing that people are a lot more likely 
to sit on Facebook and talk about their show all day long than they are to, you know, come on Facebook and just talk about your product or your service. And realizing that when you have a highly engaged community talking about that subject, it's going to be really easy to drop in your product and your service to sell um, to that to that audience that you've built up over time. All right, Arthur, we are now entering the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first <laughs> answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Arthur Tubman, are you ready for the randomness round? Let's do it. Best advice you've ever received? Best advice I've ever received was if you're not growing, you're dying. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Definitely personal development. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I uh, like this one, like Scott's podcast. I listen to other podcasts as well. I go to a lot of events. I read books. I, uh, I journal. Um, I do any uh, form of personal development um, in order to help myself uh, grow every single day. You now want a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 18 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 18-year-old self? I would probably tell myself not to be so hard on myself. Um, you know, I'm I'm a juggler. I like to juggle a lot of things at the same time. I run multiple companies at the same time. And uh, I would tell myself to focus on progress, not perfection. What's the one trait that you have that you feel has contributed mostly to your success? Definitely serving first. Uh, I know we covered it quite a bit earlier, Scott, but uh, I think leading with service and uh, having a, a serve mentality uh, will always uh, karmically bring back everything to you that you've ever wanted and that you've ever kind of put on paper as far as your goals and your milestones. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Well, I, uh, I one of the one of the things that um, I know about myself is that I'm a really good listener and uh, I love to learn and I can see ideas and kind of visions five steps ahead of um, ahead of where kind of things are going. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? Uh, Relentless uh, by uh, Tim S. Grover. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? If you have a team and you want to improve your team communication, I would definitely recommend Slack. I live on there, and I love that tool. Arthur, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for your time and sharing these incredible success hacks and strategies with our Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? Yeah, they can go to uh, my website. It's uh, d4y, d the number four, ybrandbuilder.com to check out my uh, my my company. Uh, they could also find me on Facebook, uh, Arthur Tubman on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Arthur Tubman. You can find me on there, shoot me a message, follow me, and uh, we'll connect. Awesome. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. That's successhackers.net for this episode. Show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Arthur, along with some other really cool brand new resources we have on the site. Oh, listen, when you're on the site, do not forget to click subscribe so that you don't miss any of these newest, latest episodes. Before we end the show today, I wanted to make you all aware of something. Everyone is always asking me, Scott, you know, you teach business owners on how to grow their business and through marketing and through sales and through mindset and et cetera, et cetera. 
I need to grab more leads for my business, man. I want to, I want to be able to attract more people into my business. How do I do that? Well, I came up with something that I want to give to you for free. Just go to IWantMoreLeads.net. Again, go to IWantMoreLeads.net. The video will help dispel any myths about how to generate more leads. Again, just go to IWantMoreLeads.net and you'll have your hands on the three biggest lead gen mistakes most business owners make and how to fix them all. Again, just go to IWantMoreLeads.net. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.